Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Hello, doctors. Welcome to today's podcast. The topic for, uh, for the the topic for today is what if you get surprised with something in deposition? So here's one uh, new research paper. So this is one that came up uh, with a colleague of mine not too long ago. And I, I can't remember the piece of equipment. He uses a piece of equipment in his office, and he got uh, the attorney presented a piece of research. Now, before I tell you this story and before I talk about this, I I just, I love, I I don't think you can go over it enough, but I want to remind you what's occurring when this comes up. All right, first of all, you're there to talk about the injuries of the patient, of the spine. You have those injuries super well documented. You know the three different types of of injuries that there are. You know that all injuries to the spine are excessive derangement of the component parts of the spine. You know there's only two two components, ligament and bone. And you know that you can fracture, CT or x-ray, better pick that up. We're not talking about that. You're normally not in depositions for that um, other than the fact to maybe by the plaintiff to talk about just how severely damaged the patient was and how they're, you know, it's causing problems with their life and, you know, they want more of a story about that. But the majority of what you're in tech, court four or you're in depositions four is a connective tissue injury. And you know that for connective tissue, there's two types of connective tissue injuries. There's the disc and non-disc ligament injuries. Disc, you pick up on MRI, non-disc ligament injuries, you pick up with excessive motion and a good accurate way of measuring it, such as a CRMA procedure where board certified medical radiologists accurately measure how much excessive translation or angulation there is in the individual motion units. So you're there, you're there to talk about this, right? And now let's say you've used some outcome assessment procedure like a Dynarom. Dynarom is just, you can look it up, Dynarom.com. You just, you know, you just, you've used some sort of outcome assessment procedure to show that when the person's in a painful posture, such as a low back bending their head or bending their body forward, that the muscles are firing in a way that's abnormal. And it basically solidifies the fact that this underlying, uh, injury is causing the muscle system to abnormally function. But let's say that the, let's say that the attorney brings up a piece of research and he, he, he hits it with you in, in deposition or he hits it with you in trial. He's now in trial and he says, doctor, are you aware of, uh, of this uh, new research that was, was programmed in 2019 that shows um, that the Dynarom cannot, I'm just making this up. It doesn't matter. They're going to hit you with research. That Dynarom show uh, could not to make a distinguish between injured and non-injured populations. Now you're hit with this. You're hit with this right in deposition. You're hit with this right in court. You're like, oh my God, they have evidence that this thing that I'm using doesn't work. Oh my God. All right. First of all, doctor, relax. All right. Completely relax. Um, they're hitting you with a piece of research that you have no idea what that research is. You've never reviewed it. You've never looked at it, and you have no idea what it is. So here's what I'm going to do if I'm hit with a piece of research. Um, what was the, I'm going to ask, because most of the time the attorney's not going to be an expert on this research. He's just reading it because of one line or two lines that he wants to, to bring out in court. So in the case, okay, they studied uh, 
injury and non-injury pop, uh, populations. Okay, good. So my question is to the attorney, what injury populations did they study in this? In this? And now I'm not going to be a wise guy when I ask this. I'm going to ask it genuinely. What research group did they, did they, did they, what, what injury group did they study when they did this research? He's not going to know. This patient was in an auto accident. Was it auto accidents? Was it confined auto accidents? Was it also work accidents? Was it home accidents? Was it sports injuries? Did it combine all three? They're all kind of a different mechanism, a little bit different. Ah, geez, I have no idea. Well, how did they determine the injury in the non-injury population? Did they, did they screen the injury? What were their screening criteria for non-injured people? I mean, how many people, how many people in the jury, how many people in this room have never been injured? So how did they screen for a non-injury population? I, I have no idea. What was, the, what, was the, um, what was the experience of the raiders who were raiding this system and using it? How, how much experience did they have? I don't have any idea. You could list a thousand, well, not a thousand. You could probably list 10 or 20 questions like that, thinking them right off the top of your head. Now the attorney's going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't know a lot about this particular piece of research that he's bringing in. But he's expecting you to know about it. He's expecting you to know about something you never read. You never even looked at. Now, the other question I would, I would ask him is, well, how does, this, how does this pertain to this person's injuries? How does this pertain? I... Doctor, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just asking you, have you seen this research? Uh, no. In that case, no, I haven't seen it. This, I mean, you could bring in lots of research. I, I, I spend most of my time working with things instead of, in, instead of, you know, I do look at research, but I spend most of my time in the trenches fixing things. And so there's a big difference between the people that can fix things and the people that just write about things. So there's a big difference between the... The, the engineer that teaches or write, reads every book there is and can teach people about everything there is to know about engineering but can't build a bridge. The guy who builds a bridge can actually, or the gal, guy or gal that builds a bridge, they can actually differentiate what's good information and what's bad information, what you need to know and what you don't need to know. So I spend most of my time you know, getting results with people and it, to the best of our ability, and so, I, you know, I'm not sure what this, I, I don't know how to answer your question on um, this research because I don't, I don't see how it pertains and I'm not sure you know how, how it pertains either. So doctors, the biggest thing that I'm telling you here is what, what a lot of doctors do. And, and every single time that a topic like this comes up, it's because a doctor went, oh my God. And they, they, they you know, they went off foaming at the mouth going on and on and on about various things, trying to defend the fact that this was brought into court and they don't know what to do with it. Well, the person that basically brought it into court probably doesn't know what to do with it. They, they, I'm telling you that when an attorney is asking you a question about something highly technical, they have one good question in them, maybe two. So if you query it, you're going to realize they don't really know that much about it. Right? So so all of a sudden it shows that they don't know that much about it. And one of the best interviews I ever heard with Elon Musk, Elon Musk obviously is a person that's trying to solve problems, is he, he talks about 
And this reminds me of you. You are in the trenches trying to solve problems. You're intimate with the problems that you're trying to solve. That's why you're so good in deposition. You can answer the questions. You're intimate with the fact that you know that there's only three lesions that you can image for a spinal ligament or for a spinal injury. Two ligaments and one fracture. You know that. You're intimate with the problem. Right? So Elon Musk says, look, when he's asking in, in a person who's who's being interviewed, if they were the person that was solving the problem. He's, he's looking for, hey, are you the person that's actually done these things or are you a person that just read about them or you've kind of rode on the coattails of somebody else, right? He says he can tell if they have a real problem solver because they can take the, the questions into deeper levels because they understand. He, he says basically when somebody has, has lived with a problem for a long time, they're very intimate with how it affects every aspect uh, you know, 360 degrees of how you look at it. What an attorney's doing when they're bringing in th something like a piece of research is they're trying to do some late night homework to say, okay, how can I stump the doctor in deposition or in trial? And it's it's okay. Again, you don't want to be defensive. You don't want to come across as a, as a wise guy or, a, you know, arrogant or anything else. You just want to go, hey, no, I, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, can you tell me what, you know, what the, what was the injury population that was tested? Was it the same injury population or different injury? Like I said, you can come up with a lot of different questions. But what I wanted to do in this podcast was just uh, go over, if you get brought up, something in deposition where some new research has sprung on you, how you can potentially handle it. Doctors, I take a topic. Usually the topics come from my interactions, my consulting. I have a smart injury doctors program. So my my Content now comes from the questions or the things that I run into from these doctors. Um, so I can take a just a point, short, sweet, right to the point on the topic and talk about it and maybe get you to think about it in a way that you've never thought about it before and somehow to improve your ability as a professional to get your job done. Because um, remember, the medical legal part is not the fun part. The fun part is the thing that you do in the trenches, which is help people. The medical legal part's got its own kind of goofy game sometimes attached to it. And so these are just designed, these are d designed to help you take one of the goofiness that sometimes comes up and help you to handle it. So doctors, I definitely love to get feedback. So tell me, what do you struggle with? Tell me a topic that you would like to hear me talk about. Put your comments below. I monitor those comments and you may see future podcasts based on them. As usual, I appreciate your attention and I appreciate what you do and I appreciate you know the help that you provide in the market today. So doctors, I thank you very much for your attention and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.